This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online. Are you ready to start attracting your ideal audience right away? Join the five-day Lead Magnet Magic Challenge today at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash magic. Say goodbye forever to struggling with lead magnets and say hello to getting your offer seen by your ideal clients. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. In today's Lead Machine Growth Show episode, we'll explore three essential topics. First, we'll discuss using your book to establish your authority and credibility. Next, we'll explore why creating visibility for your business doesn't have to include dancing on TikTok, which, ooh, I wouldn't want, to, I wouldn't want anybody to see that. Finally, we'll uncover how your book can become the foundational piece upon which you build your entire business and brand. So welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship and dreams become reality. I'm Paul Guyon, your Lead Machine coach, host, and international best-selling author and tech and marketing geek. I'm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs, coaches, and solo entrepreneurs tackle their tech, master their message, and design their dream. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and achieve extraordinary results? Then you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into strategies, insights, and stories of trailblazers who have overcome the obstacles of tech, marketing, and mindset, and are making a huge impact on their audience and customers. So buckle up and get ready for an exhilarating ride filled with inspiration, motivation, and practical advice. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. And thanks for tuning in. I'm excited to have our guest today. Uh, many of my Lead Machine Private Mastermind clients have books or are considering writing one, and I've even been part of uh, several best-selling book launches, including my own Journeys to Success, uh, Volume 2. But some of my favorite business leaders and mentors have established themselves as leaders in their industry, and I've always wanted to know more about how it works behind the scenes and what makes it all come together. And so our guest today will shed some light on this interesting and vital topic. Melanie Hirshhorn wants to make your book and brand shine. As a nonfiction and children's book marketing strategist for authors, coaches, consultants, and speakers worldwide, she's on a mission to support and empower her clients to build a business with their book as the foundation to help them share their message with the world. Using her unique combination of entrepreneurship, award-winning journalism, and PR experience, Melanie guides her clients to create brand awareness, sell books, and position themselves as subject matter experts, which I love. She also loves to provide book marketing tips and interview authors on her YouTube show, Authority Marketing Live. 
So welcome to the show, Melanie. So thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Paul. I'm so excited to be here. When an author starts writing a book, don't they have to write it first uh, before they get, begin the marketing process? Or should they start working on that a bit sooner? Well, it's almost as if when you have your idea for your book, that's when you can start thinking of your ideas for how to market it. So what I mean is when you're writing a book, you don't want to just be writing for yourself. You want to be thinking about what the mission of the book is, who is the intended audience, and even further than that, what kind of transformation do you want the audience to have? And what do you want to do with it after? I mean, a book is a book, right? You can write a book, but if nobody knows about it, it's like a tree falling in the forest. Did anyone hear it? If they weren't standing around, probably not. And so uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there um, saying, you know, all you need to do is write a book, just write a book and it's going to change your business. It's going to change your life, but it won't if people don't know about it, which is why I feel like I'm on a one woman mission here to <laughs> let would be authors and also people who have published and saw that nothing happened let people know that if you market your book, whether it hasn't been published yet or it already was a year ago, that's where the magic happens. And so how would you start that process? I mean, this is not unlike what I teach with my private mastermind clients is identify your audience first and then identify what problem you're going to solve for them. And what you said, you said the word transformation. What's their before and after state? I mean, you've got to do some analysis. Like I said, I'm a geek, so I, I'm, I dive into those details. Uh, and so those are details that people normally, well, they kind of, they they just slough, uh, slough over gloss. them. They, they, they gloss kind of, over them, right. They gloss over them. Yeah, that's the right word. So how do you get started doing that as an author? Well, well, I mean, it's kind of goes with your whole, I mean, you call yourself a geek, but I don't think you're a geek at all. I think you're really cool. <laughs> and, oh. um, and your the way your thought process is, is to be methodical about it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you, I mean, you don't just start typing one day and then you, the next day you have a book, there has to be a plan, right? Yeah. You want to have a format for what each chapter is going to cover. Or if it's a children's book, what is each little, what is each page going to, to teach, right? So once you have all that laid out, you can look at it and say, wow, here are some themes. Here are some themes that I can share. And that is a really great way to start letting people know about what it is that you offer. So while a book in and of itself, I like to, I'm very visual, so I like to hold up a book. Well, a book in and of itself is great. Huh. Yeah. You have to really talk about what's in between the covers. Yeah. So, so when, when you're planning out what to write, start looking at the major themes, you know, what is your ideal reader looking for? Just like you said, the problem. What problem are you going to solve? Why are you the person to do it? What transformation are you going to give them by the time they get to the end of the book? And then you could take all that amazing stuff that you put in the book and 
pull it out and use it for your marketing forevermore. So, and you can start that process right at, right from the get go, can't you? Absolutely, absolutely. Kind of. But but unfortunately, there's this almost like a like authors get the idea, and, and when I say authors, I don't mean you know literary people who just want to be a writer. You know, that's a different yeah. thing. I'm talking about people who want to write a book to build a business, whether it's um, they're write, write, writing children's books because they have a mission or they're writing a leadership book, or it's a life coach who wants to write a book about, you know, their process and how they help clients and, and reach more people. So yeah. when you go to create this book, you can start sharing all the information right away. And when what happens with authors is they get the idea, I'm going to write a book. And then they find a publisher or they find a book coach and then they go through all the process. And it is it is a doozy. I mean, there is so much to know and so much to do. Right. Yeah. And you, mm -hmm. and you, you're, yeah. you're an author too. So, you know, you know, it's not just about the writing, then it's like, well, I got to get the ISBNs. What does that even stand for? Um, <laughs> do I, I want to be a bestseller on Amazon. How do I do that? So there are so many, you know, things going on at once and the marketing piece doesn't even get mentioned often until mm. they have a date. Oh, my book is being published, uh, you know, the 32nd of March and it's the 29th of February. I'm not ready. They don't, there's no planning ahead of time. And so it's so important to just start teasing it out. Yeah. Start teasing it out. I mean, my book will be published in fall of 2023. I have been sharing about the things that I teach. That's what's in my book. I've been sharing that for years. So it's mm -hmm. not going to be like all of a sudden, what do you mean she wrote a book? People are already going to know. And even if, you know, you're in the process of choosing your book cover, you're going to get multiple suggestions from the person who's designing it. I know I'm currently in the process of that. And it is, uh -huh. it is laborious because yeah, especially for someone like me who, <laughs> I couldn't name my stuffed animals because that was too permanent. Don't give me a sticker because I won't put it on anything because I'll worried it's too permanent. And now mm -hmm. I have to, I mean, somebody said, well, you named your children. I was like, yeah, I know that was really hard. Um, <laughs> so picking one book cover that you have to live with for the rest of your life is very daunting. But you can share that out and get engagement and get excitement about it and get feedback. You know, maybe you have an idea of what your book should look like, but your audience, who's your intended reader, would like to see something completely different. Mm -hmm. So it's really about um, sharing what you're doing as you go. And those themes are how you can really come up with a great marketing strategy and then continue to share after because. Life doesn't end once you publish the book. That's just the beginning. Then you can leverage that book for multiple streams of revenue. And that's something that I teach my clients. And it's it's awesome because you worked so hard. So let that let your book work for you now, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, it does. And, and we're kind of dovetailing up against the next thing, which obvious is, it, okay, so now I've got 
I've got, I'm sharing things that are going on and uh, my, my, my stumbles along the way and get, can, can you give me some feedback on the book and maybe on the back cover and you've got a forward to be written, you've got testimonials to gather. And, and of course you want, you want sales and you want sales out the get go, especially if you want to go number one on Amazon, you want to have a team of people that are behind you, your readers that are behind you that are along for the ride with you to ultimately sell those books and beyond. So tell me a little bit more about that. Okay. Which part? <laughs> that was a multi-part question. Uh, yes. the, the marketing set strategy to sell more books. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, first of all, let's dispel any myths. Uh, unless your name is Stephen King or J.K. Rowling, you're probably not going to get rich on book sales. It's Yes. <laughs> it's It's, you know, especially recently, the prices for paper printing went up. So it's, you know, it's not a get rich quick scheme. However, um, getting more book sales can absolutely be done by talking about your book in your marketing regularly. There's often what happens is people get really excited. They spend a whole month talking about their book and then they're like, okay, I'm done. The book sales should just come. But like that Kevin Costner movie from the 1980s, if mm -hmm. you build it, they will come. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen like that. You really have to keep talking about it. And, you know, it's not as if every single person that follows you on LinkedIn sees every single post that you ever post. I mean, these algorithms make it so that people don't see what you're doing. So the more you can share, the better. And in terms of being a bestseller, we can talk about that. Um, so being an Amazon bestseller is a really nice to have thing. It is not a requirement and it does not necessarily result in more book sales because often what you've done, I'm going to just break this wide open here. You're offering your book for free or for 99 cents for a certain period of time. And you're getting everybody and their mother that you know to buy the book. And chances are 99.2% of these people are not your ideal reader. They're just readers with e email addresses who happen to shop on Amazon and do you a favor, right? So mm -hmm. what can happen is you become an Amazon bestselling author and then you think, all right, well, I'm going to rest on my laurels now. Now that I'm an Amazon bestselling author, people are just going to buy my book. <laughs> and then you get disappointed and and frustrated and and it's sad because that's not the be all and end all. No. So if if you really want to be a bestseller, that's great. But there are so many other things to do after that that are really going to move the needle in terms of book sales. So how do you sell books? Because I know you're like an implementer guy. <laughs> how do you sell books? Well, talk about it all the time. In your, you know, when you offer a freebie, you're going to have a, hopefully, hopefully, if you've done this, you're going to have a, a nurture email sequence that automatically fires after somebody downloads your freebie. And somewhere within that sequence, you're offering them the link to buy your book. So every person who's getting to know you sees, oh, look at that. You're an expert and you wrote a book. And, you know, a book is not a big commitment uh, monetarily. No. So 
sometimes people are much willing to part with $19 than they are with $1,900 mm-hmm. at the beginning. The so beginning. that's, yeah. So that's one way to sell more books is to just sell them to your followers. Another is speaking. And I teach all this stuff in, in, with my clients. So, um, it's not something, it's not a secret. No. When you go to pitch yourself to speak, you can ask the people who are running the event. If it's a live event and they're going to pay you, you can ask if you can sell books at the back of the room or if they would buy X number of books to give out to the audience members. So there are lots of ways to sell books that don't really require you standing on a street corner and waving a flag and asking people to buy your book. Yeah, one of my uh, former business partner, uh, Tony Rubleski, uh, he he teaches corporate how to, to build, he teaches salespeople and marketers how to get mind capture on a very, very unique guy. It's really awesome. Uh, but he he does a lot of uh, work with real estate and the Remax and uh, uh, large corporate groups. And what he does is he sells his books in bulk at a at a special rate. He doesn't yeah. say discount; he says special price. Mm-hmm. And that's a really great way to get to get some uh, distribution of your book and get it into the right hands. Um, you know, when I think of the of the books that I've written, and the, I've always had either a cause or an end result further down the road, which is visibility and getting getting my offers and my lead magnets in front of, of people. And, and also that, that best-selling author does build some credibility uh, with, with your peers, but being a New York, New York Times best-selling author has a lot more credibility than an Amazon these days because it's just so, so easy to do it as long as you have, you know, the right, Things lined up, the audience, the 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 category that you're in, and the 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 surge of book sales on on day one and all that. So um, we've been talking about strategy uh, from a point of, okay, the author's doing all this. What about the publisher? Doesn't he? What do they do? Do they do anything? Do they do any of that that uh, marketing strategy for you? Not usually. They they publish no. the book, and they're really good <laughs> at it. They're really yeah. good at publishing the book. Sometimes mar- um, publishers will have a marketing, you know, course or a PDF, um, and I've seen a number of them, and they're not wrong. They're mm-hmm. just not comprehensive enough. And you know, when you give someone a PDF and say, "Okay, here's how you do your marketing," they're not going to get the same results as if you work with somebody, you know, in a mastermind and a group setting where you can really, you know, get to know their individual struggles and, and how to really, you know, market their book uniquely because, you know, cookie cutter marketing doesn't work. You, you, you can't just see what somebody else is doing, copy it for yourself, change like a couple things and hope for the best. It's not, it's it's not an effective marketing strategy. It's almost like a waste of your time. So I really believe in customization and, and you know, bringing out the unique mission because everybody has a, a unique mission. So no two books are identical 
unless somebody plagiarized. So, or, or yeah. perhaps used uh, chat GPT and, chat GPT, and yeah. <laughs> it wasn't chat GPT's fault. It didn't know. Right. But I know, but seriously, if, if you have a unique mission, then you have to have a unique marketing strategy mm-hmm. because that's how you're going to reach your people. People, um, you know, we had, we had this pandemic. I don't know if you know, Paul, but there was a pandemic in the, in the what? world. Yeah, what? I know. Right. Um, but we don't talk about it anymore. But what no. happened during that time was people got really isolated. People got really, really isolated. And so they, they started more people went online, you know, zoom, which we're, you know, recording on right now, zoom crashed one day because 60,000 people signed up at the same mm-hmm. time. And so people we're constantly looking for ways to connect with others. And now that, you know, in general, things are back to normal. I think we're all kind of scarred a little bit and still looking for that connection. I and agree, yeah. that marketing, that, that marketing that you do by creating a relationship that's going to really, that's going to go so much farther than, you know, the, the quote unquote bro marketing of yesteryear where the, the good looking man would be lying on a Ferrari with a beach in the background. And you can live my life if you just buy this thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, not anymore. People have their BS meters up. Exactly. They they are. You're right. There, there. I think people are um, are thirsting for that connection, and uh, that's what that's when things really, really start to to work. And um, like our connection, I met Dan Janelle, and and he he introduced me to you because he thought you would be a good guest for my show, which you definitely are. Well, thank um, you. Yes. So that that human connection, and even with you, you mentioned Chat GPT and. A lot of my clients, I'm teaching them uh, and going to to summits and learning more about it. And every single person I've interviewed or talked to or uh, re- read about are all talking about that humanization of uh, and and taking that whatever whatever using it as a tool, just like Grammarly as a tool, just like Microsoft Word as a tool for getting that end result. And you've got to make it your own because people, like I said, they have their BS meters up and they they aren't going to stand for it and and there's a lot you can tell you can tell when something's been written by chat gpt mm-hmm. and uh you got to make it your own for it to for it to really work and to, to be able to connect with people mm-hmm. so we talked a little bit about this um kind of at the beginning here we were talking about starting your marketing like right away and you've got themes and you've got chapters and outlines and things um what about repurse, repurposing your book content? Oh yeah. Tell me about that. Oh yeah. Your eyes, it's, you got excited yeah. when I said that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> amazing what you can do. Everything you've written is repurposable, if that's a word. It is now. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Everything <laughs> that you've written can be reshared, can be shared. And you don't have to worry about giving away too much because again, people are not always going to see what you're sharing. They're not always mm-hmm. going to read what you're sharing. And sometimes, right. you know, what did they say? It used to say, like, it takes seven touch points till somebody makes a sale from the time that they meet you. But now it's like 20. You have to keep hitting them over the head with things, right? So why not share all the amazing 
treasures that are hidden deep within your book, stories, especially. Oh, mm -hmm. the stories. You know, almost every single day I go live on, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook and I tell a story because I'm not actually selling anything. I'm just sharing about ridiculous things that happen in my life because literally every single day something weird happens. For example, mm -hmm. yesterday morning, I opened the garage door with the, I had the dog, I had my son next to me, we're ready to go on a walk. And the door opens and I'm always like, what is going to be waiting for me on the other side of this door? <laughs> and yesterday morning, it was two javelinas were crossing the street. Are you familiar with this animal? No. Okay, yes. Unless you live in Arizona, which I do, uh, you may not be familiar. It looks like a boar, like a wild boar, but it oh, actually okay, has yeah. no relation to pigs whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really know much about them other than you don't want to upset them. And they travel in packs. Mm -hmm. So there's always something going on. There's always something to share. And so, of course, my dog and my son and I waited for these animals to go one direction. And we, of course, went in the other to walk the dog. The other direction. <laughs> the other direction <laughs> away from the javelinas. Um, yeah. So there's always something to share. And even though I just told you that story and it doesn't have anything to do with book marketing, you might even remember that story. And stories are what make us memorable. Stories are what make, you know, th that's how people learn. If you think about cavemen and women sitting around fires, sharing stories to explain natural phenomena that they could not explain otherwise, stories are everything. So if you go into your book and you find those stories, and you expand on them because maybe you, you know, touch on something, but you can really give the backstory yeah. to the story. Mm -hmm. That stuff's gold. Yeah. And there are a lot of different ways that you can take, especially for mo most of my clients and listeners, I believe are not only storytellers, but they're, they're coaches and they're, they're looking to, to, to use this book as transformation they're, they're And they're wondering how can I, what, what are the different ways that I can use this? Okay, I can tell the stories, but I can what put that on different platforms. What else can I do with with the, the content that's in my book? Okay, yes. So you want to put it on the social media platforms where your ideal clients are hanging out. So right. we're going to talk about TikTok, right? Let's talk about it right now. Okay. You should not be dancing on TikTok if your ideal clients are on LinkedIn. I mean, you're just going to have kids like my nine-year-old who's scrolling through YouTube shorts where people upload their TikToks and he's yeah. going to be watching that and he's not going to buy your book. He He's not interested in what you're offering. But if you take that exact time that you would be spending on dancing on TikTok <laughs> and, and instead repurpose some wonderful stories of client transformations from your book, maybe even do a live interview with this, this client who's mentioned in your book, mm. that's going to translate into more eyes and more sales. So going through your book, sharing things out on social media, what if you speak at summits? Could you take your book, turn it into a live talk? 
Mm-hmm. I had, so this book that I just produced called Mission Possible, one of the authors had a talk, which she turned into her chapter, and it flowed beautifully. Mm. So you can take your book and turn it into a talk, which will then get more people excited about you want to, you know, get to, I'm sure you talk about the no like, and trust factor a lot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they pull out their credit cards. So social media, speaking at events, how about going on podcasts, other people's podcasts, yeah. because, Hey, we're going to be super meta right now. So people have a, listenership for their podcast. And if that listenership contains your ideal readers and your ideal clients, why not be a guest there? Right. Because, you know, the listeners are going to go, oh, yeah, you know, I was planning to write a book or I'm in the middle of writing a book and I I need help. And not Mm -hmm. only did they hear from the horse's mouth, that's me, I'm the horse, what (laughs) I do, but there also is that uh, social cred, that street cred, the credibility that you brought me on. And they know Paul is an expert. And if Paul thinks Melanie knows what she's talking about, then obviously Melanie knows what she's talking about. So, it, and it builds upon itself. And you you speak on one podcast and then you start getting invited to others. And the more you do, the more exposure and awareness there is, and that's how you build up sales. Right. And they're going to want to know about those animals that are walking across the street when they, <laughs> when they reach out to you. <laughs> uh, um, one of my clients wrote a, a, a devotional, a spiritual devotional, and she turned it, I helped her turn it into a, uh, a workshop for her, uh, for, her, for her church. And she held, held a six-week uh, workshop. And um, so that's that's just another way that you can you can repurpose it. You can repurpose your book into a coaching program, which is which is one of my favorites is Mm -hmm. is either take your coaching program and create a book on it or take your book and create a coaching program on it, which is a wonderful way of of getting clients and and just repurposing that. It's it's so um, mind blowing how many different things you can do to from your book and from the content that you already have to. uh, to amplify your your reach and your authority and, and all of those things. So can you share a few more examples of repurposing that content? Oh, yeah, Anything absolutely. Else? Yeah. Okay. So you, t- you talked about a workshop. Yes, I have. Um, I've helped clients outline a podcast of their own based on their book. Oh, and a- another yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really cool because you have all the themes already in store and they're right in front of you. You already have what you can talk about. And then you can even bring in other experts to talk on those same themes so that you're getting, you know, some of you alone and some of you interviewing a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you mentioned courses and that's another great thing to do, you know, online courses, which are, you know, standalone courses, you can take each chapter and make it its own module. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, uh, other things that you can do are, well, it's not exactly the same, but if you want to have some sort of, um, physical item to sell, 
So what I mean that I'll, I'll use children's book as an example, but if there is a yeah. character in, in the children's book, you can make a plush, a plush doll yeah. and share mm -hmm. that, sell that as part of a bundle. Um, if you don't have a children's book and you have a book on leadership, maybe there is some sort of, I don't know, off the top of my head, um, maybe there's some sort of workbook that you can create as a mm. companion to go with yeah. your book and then sell that as well. Because people are reading your book, but then they can work in the workbook at the same time. Yeah, or a journal. A yeah, journal's a journal. A wonderful way right? to do that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or cards, you know, um, I'm not, what are they called? I have some here, you know, just, just cards that have, you know, sayings on them or anything mm -hmm. like that, that, that go along with your book. Not tarot cards. What am I, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Cards. Well, they're like they're like playing cards, but yeah, I get what you're saying. They're they're um, you know, they're like prayer cards. They're yes. the the lady who had the devotional, she made mm -hmm. prayer cards out of mm. out of the different she had prayers in every chapter of her book. And so she 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 bundled those with her with her book. And Excellent. Tony, who I mentioned earlier, he he um at his live events, that's another thing you can do is is have a live workshop or event. Mm. And he gave out little brains. And the brains were you can put on the top of your pencil, and they were erasers, and which is kind of morbid, but uh, but we were throwing them around, and you know that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, what else? Oh, you said you have a book. You are you are working on a book, another book, right? Yes. So, so the so book tell that us I've about been... your book. Sure. Thank you. So the book that yeah. I've been holding up, um, it was a. a this thing that I couldn't shake. I, I said, I have to write the manual for women in the first five years of business. So I got together with very important women that I know, very successful women, and we made a book. So that's what that is. That is a yeah. standalone. It's available. It's on Amazon. It's called Mission Possible. Right. My book is about book marketing, and it's called Make a Big Impact with Your Book. Uh -huh. um, and I'm currently in the process of picking the right cover, which, as I mentioned earlier, I have a lot of trouble. Uh, I knew who I wanted to marry. That wasn't hard. And I was able to name my children eventually, mm -hmm. but it's very hard for me to commit to a cover. And you'll also know I will never get a tattoo because that's too much <laughs> commitment. It's permanent. Exactly. It's permanent. <laughs> But my book cover will be permanent. I'm okay with it. So in this book, it is filled with author marketing strategies for long-term success. And it takes you mm -hmm. through sort of how I work with clients and really gives you, you know, thought-provoking questions and ways to, to make sure that the book you're writing or the, the book you've already published gets to see, gets, gets its spotlight that it deserves. Yeah. And and so it'll be available where all books are sold. And um, I will be, of course, doing all the fun things like an Amazon bestselling thing, but a bit later. But I'm definitely going to do a, a party because I want to do a oh. virtual party to celebrate authors because I think authors are awesome. So I am going yeah. to be doing, um, a, and of course, you and all your listeners are absolutely invited to that. And all the details will be coming out soon. So if you are able to, you know, join my community in terms of, you know, social media or hang out on my website or whatever, you'll see all the information there. Um, and so I'm really excited to celebrate authors and celebrate this book. 
Yeah, and your your contact information will be on your on the episode this episode page on the Lead Machine Growth Show dot com website, and uh, you'll be able to connect with her in in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, let's see. As we wrap up, what are your final words? And what are with your final words? What are three things? Like the implementation guy has to ask this question. What are three things our listener can do today uh, today to put these ideas into action? Okay. Number one, if you have written a book or you're in the middle of writing it, start looking through it. Leave through your book and start making notes of some of the stories that you've told, some of the mm -hmm. client transformations that you've told, some of the data that you've included. Start making notes of that. So you start to build a plan for marketing. Okay, mm -hmm. that's one. Another thing that you can do is start talking about your book every week, even if it doesn't exist yet. Start sharing out that you have a book with your community. If the book isn't published yet, call it your forthcoming book. It can be forthcoming in 2020, whatever, 2059. That's fine, but <laughs> it's still forthcoming. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's a there's a there's a drink company that I have been following. They as far as I know, they've never sold a drink, but they have a 30,000 person Instagram following and they write inspirational messages and best believe when that drink is ready, they will be selling a lot of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about building that momentum ahead of time. OK, so that's number two. Number three that you can do today, it can be really overwhelming to say, you know, oh my God, book marketing. It's an, it's overwhelming. And I am, you know, I get overwhelmed. I, I was overwhelmed this morning trying to convince my daughter that the fact that the cat ate part of her water bottle was not my fault. <laughs> but you don't want to look at it like, it's this big, scary thing that you have to attack all at once. You know, yeah. Paul's, your Paul's your implementer guy here. Small steps. Yeah. Small steps and consistent steps. If you are consistent with your marketing, I call, I call this the granny panties of marketing is consistency <laughs> because it's so unsexy. But it is, well, I mean, you need, you need underwear, right? We, we, most people, not everyone, but most people wear underwear and it doesn't have to be fancy, but when you are consistent, you do a little bit every single day, a little bit every single week, and you keep showing up for your audience. That's where the magic happens because they see that you're the real deal. You're not a here today, or what is it? Hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> You're not a here today, gone tomorrow kind of person. You, right. you are an expert. You are a, a thought leader because not only did you write the book on it, but you also talk about it and you get mm -hmm. other people to talk about it and you get all that credibility built in. Wow. The granny panties of book marketing. That's that's a quote that we're going to keep. keep as, that is going to be permanent. 
I can't believe that. I'd never heard that before. <laughs> so because it came from my brain. Not oh the God. pencil eraser, but my actual brain. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. It's been nice meeting you and chatting with you. Um, uh, Melanie has a special gift for you. It's called um, the um, book Ultimate Book Marketing Checklist. And want your book to make a splash when you launch? You need a marketing plan to set your book apart for the competition. Grab your ultimate book marketing checklist to start crafting a plan that will help you sell books, fill programs, speak on stages, and grow and amplify your influence. Go to www.vipbookmarketing.com forward slash checklist. And again, Melanie, thank you so much. So long for now. And remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. And until next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. So long. Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show.